hello. My name is Bonnie Grace Gilday Kennedy, and I'm the owner of Grace of Healing, where I serve as an Akashic consultant and healer. My intention for this podcast is to serve as an inspiration to you finding your own healing through self-love. Together, we will spend time exploring topics that lead us to a deeper understanding of what self-love is and what it looks like for each of us as individuals on our own journey. I am especially excited about interviewing inspiring guests whom have created great feats of healing for themselves through their own acts of self-love. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of Self-Love with Grace of Healing. Self-Love with Grace of Healing has now reached over 5,000 listens. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. If you know of anyone you think could benefit from it, please share it with them. So much gratitude to you. Thank you. As I sat and thought about this podcast and what I would be talking about today. You know, I began to focus on spring showing up. This winter for me has felt very long and very lonely. I've been so excited about spring coming. I've enjoyed watching nature come to life right outside the windows of my home here in the woods. I have felt a lot of peace and gratitude and joy for where I'm living on this planet. This is such a beautiful place. I experience things here I don't think I would experience other places. Just this week, I had a bear show up. Now, just to view, the bear didn't come in the house this time. And a deer, beautiful. All of a sudden this year, I'm getting deer in my yard. And the other day, I was working with a client and had her on the table. And I looked up and there was a bobcat outside my window. So I had to... I had to disturb her to show her because I knew that she would love it too. It's just a very, a very special place where I live. And to a certain extent, I feel protected from so many problems that are happening in the world today. This place has many things, including a safe haven for me. But even with the beauty that surrounds me and lives within me, my joy has been difficult to maintain these last weeks due to some of the horrific experiences happening in our country. The mass murders and the misogyny, all the violence, they've all been overwhelmingly sad, angering and exhausting. Today I want to address that. I want to speak a little bit about darkness or what some people would refer to evil energy. During this time I have maintained my spiritual practice. I've showed compassion and generosity to others. 
and I've consistently reminded myself of why I'm here. And I will continue to remember that I won't be giving into the darkness. I've committed my life to my own spiritual growth. I feel a kinship with many others who have chosen their own path of spiritual practice and healing. I am happiest when I feel those connections to others, to higher consciousness, to all of the living beings throughout the universe. But something has changed in me recently. I've been shown and have been being taught in many ways how darkness continues to cause damage in the world. And that damage is the reason that I'm choosing to no longer resist or to refuse to acknowledge that darkness. We know the idea of darkness or evil, if you will, has existed since the beginning of man, right? Since the beginning of time. The idea of darkness or evil exists in all religions or belief systems. Christianity and Judaism believe in the concept of original sin and good and evil. Hinduism refers to the darkness as tamas. Buddhism refers to it as mara. Taoism believes anything that keeps you from doing good is evil. Jains believe that the presence of evil is the proof that there's no God. Even atheists and agnostics believe that the world is permeated with the forces of good and evil. Until recently, I've been in denial of and resistant to the concept of evil or darkness. In the past, I've acknowledged mental illness readily, speaking often about our own personal shadow side. But that's not what I'm referring to. I am speaking specifically of evil and what I mean by evil is another person's enjoyment of someone's suffering. When I speak about my father and his darkness or his evil energy about him, it wasn't just because he hurt people. It was because he reveled in the fact that he had the power to hurt others. I know for sure he murdered at least one other person. He was a rapist. He perpetrated domestic violence on every member of my family, often. And the list goes on and on of the things that he did. I was afraid of him. I knew energetically, even as a child, what he was capable of. After so many years of my own healing and supporting so many others in theirs, I had really come to the place of believing that we're all just doing our best. And because of that notion, when I would feel darkness from others, or if I was in a situation that didn't feel good energetically, I would just leave the situation. In leaving, I would create protection for myself and I wouldn't allow myself to fully acknowledge the darkness of the experience. 
I would clear my own energy field and immediately look for the next positive experience and keep moving. The desire to avoid that darkness deepened my state of denial to the extent that I spent a lot of time trying to figure out things about people, about their behaviors that just never would make sense to me. Right? Because I understand mental illness. This is different. The horrific things that some people do can't be explained any other way than to recognize and admit the fact that some people are dark or evil. A month ago, I received a call. The coroner stated that my half-brother had been found dead. He also said that nobody else in the family would call him back to identify him. I got off of the phone in shock and I shut that experience down until I could get to the cabin where I would be alone and could begin processing my feelings. I hadn't seen or heard from my brother in over 40 years. I had tried to find him, but had given up a few years ago. That night when I went back to the cabin, I was really sad and sick. I couldn't sleep. I'd begun thinking about my brother. I have very few memories of him. All of the memories are of him enduring physical abuse by my father. From what I understand, he also endured sexual abuse, but he was a lot older than me and we didn't spend much time together as children. Not that we would have spoken about the abuse anyway, because that wasn't something that would have happened. But the significance is that the thought of him being dead, having lived as an unhoused person for many years, never being able to create a sense of safety and stability for himself, is so sad to me. That created so many thoughts about the damage that my father has been responsible for, for so many people. For all of the people in that home. I don't have relationships with any of my family of origin. And as I laid there in bed that night, I thought about each of them and how their lives are, how they live, the pain that they suffer from. Whether it's by choice or not, it doesn't matter. What matters is that there's one person who's responsible for a whole lot of suffering, and that person would be my father. When I considered that, I got very angry, and I stayed that way for a few days. And during that time, I was easily agitated, but I continued with my meditation practice. I continued to pray, to do my yoga, and to work out. My punching bag was well used during those days. I did a great job moving that energy through and not allowing it to become stagnant in my body. I allowed myself to feel angry, to feel frustrated, to feel sick. I gave myself full permission. And you know, you folks know how the universe works. When the universe is teaching us something energetically, we get experience after experience 
to be sure that we understand exactly what the message is. So I had a few experiences in a row where people were just very dark. Case in point, recently I had an experience with a male client who threatened my safety. The things he said, the way he said them, and the energy of destruction, he wanted to harm me. That experience scared me, not because I didn't manage it and take care of myself and the situation immediately. What scared me was that my denial of evil had kept me from seeing who he really was up until that point. But while it was happening, there was a familiar energy from my childhood that I recognized. That familiarity would be the Akashic Masters wrapping their energy around me to let me know that I was in danger. And I trust that energy. And I acted accordingly. Since that time, there have been other smaller experiences. Because I see these things through a different lens, I'm not so quick to decide someone is mentally ill when they harm others. The one thing that I know about people who suffer from mental illness is that people in their lives do get hurt. They do get hurt by them in a myriad, in myriad of ways. But they don't set out to hurt those folks. That pain is a byproduct of the person's mental illness or substance abuse. But people who are evil are enjoying and feeding off of the pain that they cause other people. And this perspective is very different for me because it forces me to know that not everyone can be helped or healed. And that breaks my heart. So I hear the news. I see innocent people at the grocery store being massacred. I see children and teachers at schools being massacred. I see people in Ukraine and Africa being massacred. I see them. I see what is evil in that. So what do I do with that? Right? Because this is a whole different place. This is a whole different place to be in my head. It's a whole different place. It's an entirely different place to be in my heart. So what do I do with that? I will bring it to the light. I will speak it. I won't deny it. I will acknowledge when other people empower that darkness. I won't pretend that all people are good and some are just sick. But I will also turn my focus back to gratitude, to love, and to healing. And to know that I am doing my part to show up and to bring light here on this planet at this time. I will continue to allow the beauty and love that exists in the world to be the focus of my life. I will continue to sit and meditate and allow the truth that I have kept from myself to come forward and exist, whatever that truth may be, because truth is power. And I know that transformative power. And you know the transformative power of your truth and what you have become as you have looked at and experienced more of your truth. 
And so regardless of what it is that is happening in the world, we always have that. We have the truth. We have the capacity to shine the light on the truth and to give it over to the universe for whatever healing can happen for us. And hope that we wake tomorrow with the same desire to heal, to bring light to ourselves and to others. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'm so grateful for you for listening, for you making decisions all the time about what it is about you that you can heal, about what your light is. What is your purpose? Why are you here? I just, I just want to thank you for paying attention and doing that. I wish you peace and love. For more information on self-love, the Akashic Masters, or this podcast, you can go to www.graceofhealingnc.com. Audio and music production is by Linda Go. To connect with her, you can go to kamalacove.org.